Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate Team Mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hey guys, uh, just so you know, next week I'm going to do both reunion episodes. Let's face it, Teen Mom reunions are not interesting enough to do two episodes, one for each. So this week I have my very good friend Troy Mikidi on and we recap Janelle's 16 and Pregnant. Troy, welcome back! Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. So I was like in the shower the other day and was just like, I don't know, thinking about life. And like I had this thought that was so stunning. It made me gasp. And I was like, holy shit, Troy needs to be on so we can recap Janelle 16 and pregnant. Like that's the episode that we need to do. I mean, like, I think that you and I both have the same. We love Janelle in the exact same way where it's like a love and hate and like find her endearing in the same way. So like, it's just, she's like our spirit animal collectively. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, I just, I love her so much. And team mom two is coming back and you know, team mom two is Janelle. So I thought, of course, we have to watch Janelle's 16 and Pregnant episode to mentally prepare. And I want to say initial thoughts and feelings is it's almost insane how little has changed. I mean, truthfully, I'm not kidding you. That's the first thing that I wrote down. Like, I was like, okay, so this is basically an episode of Teen Mom. Like, the future episodes will look exactly like this episode from eight, eight or nine years ago. It was literally completely the same nothing is different in their lives nothing it was exactly how it is today and i was just it was like not shocking like shocking is absolutely not the correct word to use for that um but i was like oh shit um i will say though like i i do believe in a little ways like janelle has matured and she seemed really young in this episode yeah she did feel very young there were a lot of things that she said in this that like i could see her having ignorant thoughts about the same topics but maybe not being as ignorant on how she feels about them like there were there was a there's obvious growth which made me feel good yeah so the episode starts off and i started laughing immediately because poor janelle who you know visited dr miami to inquire about a chin reduction which he was like i don't do those so she just never got it done because he was gonna have to refer her to someone i don't know if you guys follow dr miami on snapchat but i don't really because i don't like to watch surgery snapchats that's disgusting to me but he will have people he's obviously located in miami that's where kale and now new brianna went for their surgeries and so janelle went there and, like, did the consultation on Snapchat. And he was like, well, I don't do... Because, like, a jaw shaving down is, like, a major, major surgery. Like, it's not... Yeah. It, it's one of the most brutal plastic surgeries that somebody can get. Because, I mean, they literally... It's not just, like, a quick 
nose job or boobs or butt. Like it's it's really extensive what they have to do. And he, like, referred her out, basically. And so then she's like, well, I don't want to do it anymore. And it's like, bitch, you don't want to pay for it. like. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to not gain, like, uh, attention from it, like, media attention, the way that you would from a Dr. Miami Snapchat. So obviously you're just, like, over it. <laughs> if Dr. Miami was going to do it, like, homegirl was getting her chin done. But, for sure. Uh, so the first thing, you know, how 16 and pregnant, and I guess Team mom 2 still does them, is, like, the animation, like, the sketchbook animation and mm-hmm. like talk about leading with the chin like they <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> they it's janelle riding a bike and like her chin is like a foot in front of the rest of her face in the sketch <laughs> i mean like look i don't want to jump ahead but you mentioned like the animations in janelle's episode are just purely okay. offensive there's Andrew no humor behind them like at all a black man in his like Did they are just that? insane. Yes, all of them were insane. Did her her animations for when she was giving birth, <laughs> and there was a, a fucking slideshow, forty of them in a row, of her face during birth. I was like, okay, like, MTV. At least Janelle and Barbara's like looked similar, but Andrews looks like like a black NFL player is like the only no, way literally. that I can describe it. Like he had like a thick face, like a thick neck. When like you see him on screen, he's like a gaunt alcoholic. Like Right, like a rail thin, like <laughs> tiny little skinny guy. Yeah, and then in his drawing he like looked like like you said a black he looked like Magic Johnson or something. I was like, what the hell? It was really bizarre. Like no he had a totally different haircut. Like they're usually pretty good at, at least getting like the features right. Like if they had just given him, like, sunken in eyes, like, a more narrow fate. But I was like, who, who is that supposed to be? And I was like, that's, at first, I was like, is that how they're drawing Mike, Barbara's boyfriend? And I was like, wait, that's yeah. Andrew? <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. No, that made me laugh really, really hard. I was like, okay, so we hadn't figured out our shading yet uh, <laughs> as far as the sketches go. So... Episode two. I don't, I really don't know. I don't know what went wrong with Andrew. Like, I like maybe they showed them pictures of, like, Barbara and Janelle, but then didn't have a picture of Andrew. And they're like, mm, I don't know, he's a guy. <laughs> so they just, yeah. like, drew him like a generic man. Like, <laughs> We'll just draw him from what we think Janelle would like. <laughs> <laughs> so Janelle Lauren Evans lives on Oak Island, North Carolina, which is, like, a small beach town, and... She says she's either at the beach or she's partying because it's summer. And right away, I'm mm-hmm. like, I I know they're trying to do that thing where she's, like, talking about her old life and then does her, surprise, I'm pregnant. But mm-hmm. I, I did find it weird that they, like, right off the bat, they're letting us know, like, Janelle likes to get fucked up. Yeah, it wasn't even three minutes into the episode that, like, the fir- one of the first things they said was about how she likes to fucking go out and like get drunk and stuff and i was like okay so they're like setting us up to know that like this is what janelle's episode is going to be like and i mean i haven't watched this in a really long time so i didn't really remember anything from it to be honest with you um and i just the only thing that i did remember is that like she goes out a lot in the episodes i was like interested to see especially with that like how much was Janelle, like, drinking, and how much was she partying, really, when Jace was born? I was, like, I mean, I can't remember the last time I watched it, but I was, too. I was, like, okay, so I want to know if, like, my perception of who Janelle is now has, like, 
made me remember her 16 and pregnant episode differently um and mm-hmm. it didn't like she was really yeah, going same. out that much like same <laughs> um so you know we get this uh she's at the beach with her friends and janelle's a beach girl and like it's funny because janelle's like never read to me as like a beach bum type of girl ever and but like that's very much like the impression that we're supposed to get of her and then we find about about andrew um and i just want to let everyone know because i don't think people realize this when filming this show janelle was 17 and andrew was 23 yeah um i have a lot to say about andrew first of all i didn't really know what andrew looked like i'll be honest with you i'm knew like his name I, there's like an image that i had in my mind of just sort of like uh it was basically what that woman did with this sketch like i my <laughs> mind just put a bunch of pieces and parts together like a frankenstein yeah and uh i had an idea but like i didn't it was just so weird to see andrew's face and especially now that jace is a little bit older to see you know how much they kind of look like each other and I don't know. It was just, it was a really weird experience for me seeing Andrew, like the infamous Andrew. Yeah. So Janelle says they've been together for three years, which means that Janelle was 14 and Andrew was 20 years old when they got Mm -hmm. together, which is, um, I think it's irresponsible that MTV didn't mention his name and address this. Agreed. And this is like an ongoing thing where I feel like they just like completely ignore that in almost every single episode of 16 and Pregnant, like, the the boyfriend is, like, significantly older. And, like, it, it it's just, like, it's crazy to think that, like, MTV knew this guy was 23 years old and knew that they had been together since he was 20 and Janelle was 14. And they just, like, don't include that whatsoever in the episode. Because if the idea is, like, to show the reality of teen pregnancy, like, don't you think it's important to show, like, Janelle has been, like, groomed by this older, gross guy since she was, like, barely a teenager. Yeah, and that, like, a huge reality of it is that these young girls do get knocked up by older men that are just, like, kind of taking advantage of them. Exactly, and it it just, it, I don't know, it's just, it's irresponsible, but, like, they just, like, kind of just, like, always, they skip over a lot of Andrew stuff. Like, at the end of Mm -hmm. this, I wanted more Andrew. (laughs) I wanted more well, yeah. details about Andrew. Like, Andrew is the the enigma to me. Um, Janelle is like, everybody hates him. My mom hates him. My friends hate him. Like, nobody can stand him. But, but he's going to be around a while because I'm pregnant. And they do, like, you know, <laughs> the surprise I'm pregnant thing. And Janelle's pregnant. Like, she's, they're, she's eight months pregnant when they start filming this. Mm-hmm. And I really, really, really missed those. I, I like, kind of got goosebumps hearing that again for the first time in so long. The, like, the lead-up to them saying that they're pregnant and then showing their belly. <laughs> yeah. I, it was, like, I mean, usually they start filming when they're, like, 16 weeks or 20 weeks. But Janelle was 34 weeks pregnant. Like, she was fucking yeah. pregnant. Like... <laughs> I also just want to mention, point out to you, too, that I wrote a lot of my notes in uh in the style of Janelle said and then this person said because there were so many quotes just golden quotes yeah, being thrown around me by too. a lot of people. Almost like, all I my notes are that way. 
<laughs> oh, thank God. Okay, because like there was so much stuff being said that I was like, I can't paraphrase this. It's art, and it deserves to be like said exactly how it was said on the show. It's it was incredible. Agreed. Oh, and I skipped over. Andrew is a former model. Oh uh, yes, and we saw his modeling pictures, which are, um, I'm assuming, like taken for his MySpace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God, his modeling pictures made me so uncomfortable. They were, like he had that like that emo scene hair in one of them, and like they were like MTV put him up in black and white, like to give us a little taste of nostalgia for him. Like <laughs> <laughs> Janelle goes, I love that she goes. She's like, Andrew and I have been together for three years, and my friends think he's bad news. And she goes, despite being a model, he currently has no job, no car, and lives with his parents. (laughs) (laughs) And his parents live four hours away from her. Yeah. (laughs) I'm wondering how successful 20-year-old model Andrew and Janelle met. (laughs) I don't know, man, especially because he had just come from New York living in the model apartment. Oh, God, what a mess. Um, Whatever that means. Yeah, so uh, Janelle is talking to her mom about, you know, how they always do this, like, how did I tell my mom I was pregnant? And, okay, so I mm-hmm. do want to address the fact that in the Team Mom fandom, there is a rumor that Janelle was pregnant before Jace and had an abortion. It's, like, completely unsubstantiated. I wouldn't even begin to figure out, like, where that rumor came from. And that the Mm -hmm. reason that she hid her pregnancy from Barbara for so long is because she didn't want to get another abortion. And, like, I mean, to me, like, that checks. Like, that tracks. Like, I kind of 100% believe that that happened. But, like, there's really less than zero proof of it. But Janelle, basically... Barbara was, like, asking her and asking her and asking her, and Janelle was denying, 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 and then Barbara walked in on her in the bathtub. Oh, my God, dude. Poor Barbara. She's been put through hell for the past 10 years. I mean, probably longer. I feel like yeah, absolutely. Janelle's been a bad kid for a long time, and then her other kids are sick and suffering, too. And it's just Barbara lives a tough life, and... I can't imagine what it's like to walk in on your 16-year-old daughter, like, in the bathtub and you see her pregnant stomach. Jesus fucking Christ. I can't. <laughs> I cannot. I can't. And there is another uh, There is another really funny moment that made me laugh really hard when, uh, like, right before when her and those girls were on the beach and she was talking about, like, being a, being a surfer, which, like, I don't even oh, know where yeah. the hell that came from. I, I was like, okay, Janelle's a surfer? Oh, I guess I um, skipped that in my notes. But, yeah, Janelle and her friends were, like, sitting on the beach, and she was like, I surf every summer. <laughs> well, she goes, her friend was like, she's like, you know, my cousin had a baby, and, you know, when she had her baby, she was, like, totally irresponsible, and she was still going out and going to the clubs and stuff and partying. And uh, Janelle goes, <laughs> she goes, yeah, I'll be a good mom. She goes, I'll probably just stay home with my kid and watch movies. Yeah. And <laughs> she's like, she's like, I'm not. She goes, I still go out and party, but I just don't push it. Yeah. Like, okay, hon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this came you? after she was talking to Barbara because I do have it in my notes. And okay. <laughs> so wait, I want to go back to Barbara because one classic thing, Janelle, Barbara's like, well, you wouldn't tell me, and Janelle goes, I figured you'd find out yourself. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, then, 
What do you, you figured she'd find out herself that you were pregnant? I mean, and she did. She did. But it was just so, it was just so weird. Like, and that just seems like so on par with Janelle where she just shrugs and it's like, I didn't really give a fuck how you were going to find out. Like, yeah, it's like finding out was not important to me. The shit she says is hilarious, like just on its own. But it's Janelle's delivery because she says insane things with no facial expression in a monotone voice. And that's what's so funny. Exactly. And it's so good. It's like it feeds into that thing where she just has no self-awareness. So, yeah, like, exactly. Is she being serious? And like, I re- <laughs> like, I just can't. Like, she didn't say like, well, I was scared to tell you. Like, I just wasn't sure how you would react. Like, I was just so nervous. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just like didn't want to tell you. She was just like, mm, I just figured you'd find out. Like, <laughs> like, like this major decision. She's or this ma- like the most major thing that could happen to a teenager. And Janelle's like, Well, you figured it out, didn't you, bitch? Like, why are you mad? Like, you know, I'm pregnant now. Like, like I figured you'd find out on your own that you would end up having to raise a child again. <laughs> it was just, yeah. And um, we find out that Barbara hates Andrew. Mm-hmm. Oh. But her, okay, so this is what happens. Her friends come over, Lauren and Raven, and I just want to say Lauren had such a familiar face to me, and, like, not from Teen Mom. Like, she looks like somebody I know, and I can't place it, and it was driving me nuts the whole episode. But Barbara's like, so what do you guys think about Janelle being pregnant? Because we see clearly in this episode, Barbara has little to no boundaries with Janelle's friends. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Oh, my God. Like, you know if you fuck up at Janelle's house, like, Barbara will get in your face and scream at you, too. Absolutely. She's the one that will, like, tell you to take your dishes and put them in the dishwasher and not leave them out. Like, you're not going to, like, disrespect Barbara's house. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Like, if you got caught, like, I feel like most of my friends' parents, like, if you got caught sinking out together or whatever, it'd just be like, drop you off at your parents' house, like, let your parents deal with it. And Barbara does not mm-hmm. subscribe to that school of thought. No, I love it. I love the way she treats Janelle's friends. It's amazing. Yeah. And Janelle says, they were like, well, we were, like, so surprised. We were like, no, not Janelle. And Janelle goes, because I'm so innocent. And her friends, I think she might have been being serious. Because her I've friends so started serious. laughing. And so then she started laughing. <laughs> But I think she, like, really thought they would say that. Because they started laughing, and they were like, no, Janelle, not for that reason. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, ha, ha, yeah, I'm not innocent. No, she definitely was being completely dead serious. I really actually enjoyed watching young Janelle interact with her friends. She was so vulnerable. Yeah. And, like, um, I don't know. She just, this was interesting because she, it, this was, like, the Janelle that isn't, like, totally tainted by being, Janelle from Teen Mom yet so she was just like so open and like so her personality was just so much more vulnerable back then yeah and uh her friend said something which I also wish MTV would like check I don't know my whole issue like now that I'm rewatching these 16 and pregnant episodes like really examining it is I just think it's like overall really irresponsible for MTV to let these people say things on TV and like not have it like Honestly, at the end of each, like, segment, like, a responsible adult should get on TV and, like, contradict every single thing said by these idiot children. And, like, Janelle's friend was like, well, when you're responsible enough to have sex, you're responsible enough for a baby. 
And it's like, no, no, <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Like, let's end this mentality. And I just, it just, I guess, like, I don't really expect MTV to do this. Like, I understand why they don't. And, like, they're trying to show how people really think. But it just seems crazy that they, like, let somebody say that on TV and it goes unchecked. And I think MTV's, like, vision is, like, well, you'll see that person is incorrect at the end of the episode when the baby's there and they can't handle it, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't think that's how it reads. Yeah, they – MTV comes from, like, a like learn from these – like, do as they – what is that saying? It's, like, basically learn from their actions and not from, like, what they yeah. say kind of thing. Learn but, like, when you're mistakes. a young – Exactly. And like when you're a young kid watching this show, I don't I don't know if it would always read that way, because I don't know if I was like 15 or 14 years old watching this, like I would think these girls maybe kind of knew what they were talking about. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it if also, you're a it kid. It also frames like this idea that like you have to be responsible to have sex. It like frames abortion mm-hmm. as like a cop out. Like the phrase you're responsible enough to have sex, you're responsible enough to have a baby is like a really big like anti-abortion line and it like frames having a baby as like a punishment for having sex and i feel yeah. like fucking nessa should have like appeared on the screen after that line and been like y'all what she said was stupid like exactly have sex <laughs> and they're stupid and irresponsible that doesn't mean they can raise a baby well like no for sure i totally agree with you that was the worst nessa but i hope you understand what i mean like by nessa screaming in the face of the audience because any fucking time i watch nessa on one of those goddamn after shows i'm like stop yelling at me stop it no nessa's the worst i always feel like i imagine that what she's looking at when she's like talking to the camera is a, a cue card that's like the size of like a billboard because she just like and she's just screaming the words yeah. on it yeah with like really 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 weird inflections i can't stand her also but wait have we discussed the fact that nessa dates colin kaepernick and she's like the main motivation behind him like kneeling during the national anthem she was the one that like gave him that idea and encouraged him to do it and does like extensive black lives matter activism did you know this about nessa no i did not know that at all i know i found that out i was like shit now i have to like nessa fuck Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, like, I didn't realize she dated Colin Kaepernick. They've been together for a long time, because she's from San Francisco, and, like, her show is in San Francisco, and obviously he played uh, for the San Francisco 49ers, and they got together, and she, like, is the one that got Colin Kaepernick into activism, and was the one that was like, you should kneel during the national anthem, and, like, they have this whole foundation together, like, it's... I was, like, shook to my core because, like, I fucking hate her so much as the team mom host. And then I was like, shit, she's a really good person. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I will say, in, in uh, to play devil's advocate, I think she's just really terrible in this format because whenever I see her do interviews, like, she does, like, uh, you know, like, a serious show. Mm-hmm. And then she has, uh, like, an, like, a YouTube show where she's she does, like, sit down interviews. Too. She's on Girl Code. I never hate her on other things. That's like, true. when I watch her interview singers and stuff, I never hate it. It's just, like, in this weird format where she's supposed to be, like, a pseudo-Dr. Drew. I don't understand it. I think it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think she's, like, supposed to be the big sister role, and it, like, reads as so fake. So when yeah. it's like, KL girl, what do you mean you got pregnant? And it's like, mm, it just... It, it reads as fake. It reads as really fake, and I don't think she does well, like, playing the... Because it's not an interviewer role so much. Like, it right. is, but it's also not. 
Um, like, just like I would say Andy Cohen, like, at a reunion isn't playing an interviewer role. You know what I mean? For Inessa, sure. I would imagine playing a real interview is maybe better. But, like, it just, like, when she's, like, being like, girl, what did you do? It's just, it, 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 it's, it's fake. It's fake. And it reads as so fake on fucking screen. It just doesn't work. No, I totally agree with you. And, like, the big sister thing is, like, the perfect description because she isn't, she isn't like a you know a Dr. Drew. She's like their fun big sister that like will tell them like it is and yeah. not hold back. And it's like all right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've gotten so off topic, but you know that's know. what this podcast is about. Um, exactly. Oh, so we were talking about if you're responsible enough to have sex, you're responsible enough to have a baby. And mm-hmm. um, I guess Barbara like didn't you know obviously want her to keep it and was like. And I was like, well, my mom was saying, like, you know, there's adoption, you know, there's abortion, but I'm keeping this baby no matter what. And her friends are, like, nodding along. And I'm like, oh, God. I know. It was so, ooh, excuse me, it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, and I liked how she was like, she'll never give Andrew a chance. And I was like, wow, literally nothing has changed. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> I think what made me feel like literally nothing has changed was, like, the Janelle-Andrew-Barbara dynamic. That we've seen repeated in every single fucking relationship. And, like, to be fair, like, Janelle picks bad partners. Like, I think you guys all know that I feel that way. Like, I've never liked a single boyfriend of Janelle's ever in my entire life. But um, in my entire life, like, I've known Janelle personally since I was a small child. But, (laughs) But I also think there is an element of Barbara being particularly antagonistic with them. And, like, just, like completely unable to like have a normal conversation with this thing i think janelle could bring home the best guy in the world and barbara would still probably hate him i think so too and i think it makes their it makes janelle like even more hard-headed because she knows that like yeah it's like they're both right and they're both wrong and that's the most frustrating thing about their whole dynamic they're neither of them is ever in the right or the wrong yeah you know what i mean and it's so frustrating because you never know who to like side with but um but yeah i mean like and then of course you more so feel bad for barbara because you just want her to like you know in the back of your mind that all barbara wants is for her to she literally could bring home the bachelor but the problem is that barbara wants her to be self-sufficient and like no she doesn't feel like any man is worth like all the shit that janelle's gone through in life like that she should just like be independent and like depend on herself but that'll never happen absolutely and also like there's the fact that janelle barbara like have different love languages and like even as like parent and child and barbara is like completely incapable of giving janelle like what she needs which is like for sure janelle needs like constant like support validation affirmations it's why she always like creates an instagram account for her boyfriend and will post mm-hmm. like fucking three paragraph long things that you know david the idiot didn't post like you know janelle for typed sure. it like you can tell that she typed it but it's because she needs like this constant love and validation and i think barbara like shows love by like showing up raising jace like and what giving what she sees is constructive criticism i think barbara really sees the way she talks to janelle's constructive criticism and all janelle hears is like you're the worst you're the worst you're the worst i fucking hate you when what barbara is trying to say is like these are the things that you need to do so you can be a good person exactly and like you have so much potential and all of it's wasted why would you why are you being so stupid you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and, like, they just totally, like, Barbara's just completely 
unable to give and also Janelle is just so crazy that she can't like acts of caring like Barbara like I think Barbara shows her love by showing up you know what I mean I and, like too. regardless yeah. of like anything that's going on between them like she shows up like even if they haven't talked in months like if Janelle calls Barbara like Barbara will drop everything go to her house her house and like move her out of the house and put all her shit in storage and let Janelle and her flock of kids come to her house you know what I mean or she'll yeah. like let Janelle she'll drive Janelle for an abortion and pay for it like that's how Barbara shows love and Janelle for Janelle that's just I think Janelle feels entitled and owed that behavior um and so she needs Barbara to be like, you're the best, Janelle. Janelle, I love you so much. You're a perfect daughter. Janelle, you're amazing. Like, Janelle's so thick-headed, I guess. Like, she doesn't see those acts of Barbara showing up as love. And that's, I can understand as a 16-year-old not getting it, but it's it's really a shame that almost 10 years later, Janelle still doesn't fucking get it. <laughs> No, for sure. And I, I mean, like, the one thing that I, like, picked up on that hasn't changed is the fact that all Barbara wants is to just be acknowledged for what she does. That's it. Like, she would be completely fine with getting nothing else if Janelle would just acknowledge yeah. everything she does for her every once in a fucking while. Like, yeah. just show that you appreciate the fact that she's literally raised your child for you and like does everything for you and is always there for you like you said and i i do think janelle owes her that but at the same time i think barbara also does stuff out of spite knowing that janelle won't give it to her and then gets mad at janelle for not giving it to her i think that's like Uh, yeah for sure is part of the dysfunction in it you know what i mean where like yeah she's like well like she'll like she'll get up and take care of jay i mean especially like in the beginning it's like i'll get up and take care of jace but the whole time i'm doing it, i'm gonna curse janelle for not saying thank you to me even though i know she's never said thank you to me in her entire life right and it's like so why are you still expect so that i think this is like where both of them like fuck up is that they both like have this idea of how the other should be acting and they're both not totally incorrect and they both resent the other for not doing it and it's like you neither one they they are who they are their character traits are who they are and neither is going to change and it's like both of you need to accept that no for sure and like especially with janelle janelle is like i'd say maybe second on my list after farah of people on this show who like i think the most frustrating thing is the viewer and i'm sure like you feel this way since you like literally have seen every single aspect of this entire show like there are parts of their relationship and parts of their dynamic that we'll never understand because these like girls, specifically Farah and and uh, and um, and yeah. Janelle, blame so much of whatever took place before sixteen and pregnant yes. in their childhood on why they don't get along. And it's like all we can do is speculate or try and piece it together based on their behavior now, but like we'll never really know. Yeah, uh, I mean, absolutely. I that's. That's exactly it. And, I mean, you can see in this 16 and Pregnant episode especially, like, how it's just crazy. Like, when I say nothing has changed, it's, like, how thoroughly developed the roles that Janelle and Barbara each play in each other's lives mm-hmm. are. Yeah, absolutely. I think Down also to- another big thing is that um, Janelle, like can't stand that Barbara, like, can scream and fight. And then Barbara's like, all right, girl, love ya. 
Like, exactly. Let's yeah. This she, never yeah. happened. And Janelle's like, I want to talk about this for the rest of my life. Like, what do you mean? Right. Like, it never happened. <laughs> no, it's so true. Barbara will literally scream at her for like hours. And then at the very end of their conversation, say, well, all right, Janelle, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, as if they just had this like great talk. And it makes, it makes me scream laugh every yeah. time. Absolutely. And then and then she shows back up and she's like, Janelle, why are you mad? And Janelle's like, what? What do you mean why am I mad? And I think also, like, just skip ahead to where we are in Teen Mom. That's, like, what has been killing Janelle recently is that, like, they're literally in having a custody battle. And Barbara's like, so how are you? And Janelle's like, what? Yeah. Yes. Like, we're having a custody battle. Like, I... For better or for worse, Janelle cannot pretend like things are not happening. And yeah, I think in some ways that's good because I don't think what Barbara does is necessarily good either. And in most ways it's like terrible. And it just kills Janelle that Barbara can like be giving evidence to her lawyer against Janelle and then call Janelle up and be like, so when do you want to like meet up this week? It's completely insane. I think it's one of the most validating things about Janelle, about how she feels about her mom. The fact that, like, they, they're they used to this. It's like she's trying to break this repetitive cycle that they've had their whole relationship where they just sort of glaze over these crazy issues that they have. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like Barbara tries to force her into, like, their routine. And it seems like now, like you said, in current day teen mom, like, she's just not going for it. Yeah. So... To go back to the episode is now is when she and her friends go to the beach because, as Janelle says, nothing gets in the way of going to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) To surf, because that's all we know of Janelle. Yeah. A surf girl. Oh, I need to comment on Janelle's, is it a LeBray piercing? Whatever she has in her fucking face that she still has. (laughs) She still has a scar from to this day. It looks so (sighs) bad. Uh, actually, that one's like the Monroe. That's like the MySpace oh, era. Do you remember it's that? Called? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember it. Um, and she also has one of those like pregnancy uh, belly button rings in, like to save the hole. It's mm-hmm. it's rough, but yeah. So her friends like, well, my cousin got pregnant around your age, and she still went out and partied and like drank, and like you know, it's it's good that you don't drink. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're just going to hang out at home with the baby and just do stuff with your kid. Yeah. She's like, yep, we're just going to watch movies. And I was like, I mean, I go to parties and stuff, but, like, I don't drink. Like, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And you know Janelle was smoking pot this whole pregnancy. Are you kidding me? Jace came out, like, billowing smoke out of his mouth. Yeah, and also I'm... I would have to fact check this, but my memory tells me that once she defeated Defended it, saying that her doctor said it was okay to smoke pot with Jace. That does pregnant. not surprise me one percent. Yeah, and so I bet like maybe, and also like for what it's worth, like Janelle's actually never been a huge drinker. Like she's gone through phases where she like drinks, will binge drink for a little bit, like depending on who she's friends with. But like Janelle's always been a pothead. Like pot has always yeah. been her thing. So, like, I believe she wasn't drinking during her pregnancy. When she went to parties, she just smoked a ton of pot. (laughs) I can actually totally see that, too. Like, her being the girl that, like, would rather just get high no matter where she is. Yeah. It's funny, because Janelle and I, like, relate like that. Because I was, like, I don't know how to phrase it, because, like, I was a huge drinker, but it was mostly because, like, my friends drank. 
And so mm-hmm. it was like, I, I'll drink too, like with my friends. And like, I liked being drunk and like, I had fun doing it. But like smoking pot was like, I would always prefer smoking pot. Always. So, you know, yeah. Janelle and I, twins. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Janelle's like, you know, I, I just feel like I'll be a good mom. Once he gets old enough, I'll definitely bring him to the beach. Because Which we have, have we ever seen? She does. She does take the kids to the beach. It just doesn't really get on the show for whatever reason. Okay, cool. But also, like, that's not what makes somebody a good mom. <laughs> no, Liz, they'll watch movies, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so <laughs> short-sighted and upsetting, basically. It's upsetting in all these 16 and pregnant episodes to hear, like, these little girls, because that's what they are talk about like what it will be like to be a mom yeah and it's always humorous the one thing about janelle that never changes that it's it's actually she's so vapid and surface that it's like the shit that she says is actually humorous because yeah it couldn't be more um like shallow yeah exactly (laughs) exactly like you she's put very very little thought onto it into it (laughs) yeah um so she's like, well, my boyfriend Andrew's going to come, but my mom hates when he comes, so I'm going to have to, like, ask her permission. And um, so she has a talk with Barbara and her, at the time, live-in boyfriend, Mike, who disappeared, I think, on season four of 16 and Pregnant, or Teen Mom, too, because Barbara caught him cheating with the Hooters waitress. And then she put, <laughs> um, like, anti-itch stuff in his underwear but I can't think of what icy hot, like icy hot powder in his underwear and kicked him out. <laughs> oh God. I love Barbara so much. I know. But Mike was definitely like the, obviously the father figure in Janelle's life. And then in Jason's mm-hmm. life for the first couple years of his life, but they have like a talk and Barbara's like, there needs to be ground rules for him coming. Cause he can't just like come here and stay for like, as long as he fucking wants. And she's like, they're like, they're fighting back and forth about how, you know, he's financially unstable. He has no job. He doesn't contribute. Everything's, you know, Barbara's paying for everything. And Janelle, like, (laughs) my favorite thing from that conversation, she goes, she's like, the thing is that you guys don't understand is that it's not about how he supports me financially. It's that he mentally supports me. And if you don't accept that, you will never see me again. Like, okay, where are you going to (laughs) go? I have written down, he can support me mentally, mom. (laughs) (laughs) I love the way she says mom. It really is mom. It's always like capital M-O-M. Like mom. And he's like, well, mental support doesn't pay for diapers. Yeah, mental support don't put food on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, they are pretty, like, I think also this is a problem with Barbara is that she like kicks and screams, but actually has no rules for Janelle because she's like, Andrew can't be coming and staying here however he wants. I fucking hate Andrew. Fuck Andrew. But Andrew still comes for four days. Yeah. There's never, ever, ever any consequence. It's just noise. Yeah. And Janelle knows that's all it is is just noise and it, it, it won't result in anything except for Janelle getting her way and Barbara crying. Yeah. Like, Hi, Julia, my cousin that I love. We, her mom used to kind of be like this when we were kids, where like 
if you asked her to do something for you, she would say no. And then if you just kept asking her and annoying her enough, like, she'd be like, no, 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 no. But then finally she'd say yes just to make you shut the fuck up. And also because I just don't think she cared that much about, like, parenting and consequences. Like, that wasn't Mm – she just didn't care about it. So you'd be like, Sue, take me to the mall. Sue, take me to the mall. And she'd say no, 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 no. But then eventually she'd fucking do it. And we knew it. (laughs) And so we would just push and push and push for her to do it. And my parents are kind of the same way too. Like, it's definitely, uh, for Barbara and for my family, like, my parents, it was definitely, it's like, and I think we see it a lot, like, not so much with my Aunt Sue, that was just like, we would do the same thing that Janelle does, where if you just push through, like, that annoying part, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) your parents will do what you want them to do. And I know for me, and I think for Janelle, like, with our parents, how there just, like, weren't a ton of rules, and you just, like, had to deal with them yelling at you, but you could still whatever do whatever you wanted. I think that's, like, a, a big trademark of, like, a di- dysfunctional family or, like, a family that just, yeah, a dysfunctional family. <laughs> like, I'm still going to do what I want, and I'll fucking listen to you scream because it doesn't matter because I'm going to get away with it in the end. Yeah, for sure. Janelle's the kind of person that you can look at and tell, like, like my mom and I are really close. Like we're we're too close, if you mm-hmm. will. We're a little bit uh, little Norman Bates ish. Um, <laughs> but like, I also like respect my mom enough because at a at a young age she put like the fear in, of yeah. God in me, just enough to know that like I can't fuck with her too much. So like you can tell you can look at someone like, like Janelle and you know that at a really young age like the dynamic between them was set up that like she was never forced to respect Barbara yeah. and the way that she talks to her in this is almost worse than the way she talks to her now yeah i would say like, it like escalated in like season 1 and 2 of teen mom and then it it like since then it's been like going down but I, it's still bad it's still like terrible. yeah for sure but like, like at 15, if I told my mom to shut up and get the fuck away from me and get the fuck out of my face and like pointed to what room I wanted her to go cower to, yeah. my mom would kill me. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, it just like where my like in my family it was just like, just get through to yelling and then it'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah, it just I don't know something about like how Janelle was like, well, and then Andrew, it just reminded me so much of me and my cousin just like pestering my aunt Sue into letting us do like. Like, we just knew if we pushed hard enough, like, it would come to fruition. Like, yeah, she, would get in down. Her, she would get in her car and drive us to the mall. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is, like, all, always what it was. Like, she just never wanted to take us to the mall, which we wanted to go to every day because we were those kids. <laughs> you have to break them a little bit. Break, yeah. break their Break their spirit a tiny wee little bit. And I think Janelle knew that. Like, Barbara was letting Andrew come. She was. Like, it was just For sure. it was gonna happen. And, um, yeah, so Janelle doesn't really care that Andrew does, doesn't have a job because he'll support her mentally. hmm <laughs> Which is... It's all you need. It's sad. And Andrew comes, but, like, while Barbara's at work, and, like, he's straight up dressed for a job interview. Like, he has a pair of khaki pants. He's wearing, like, a Tiger Woods golf outfit with the red shirt and, like, a pair of khakis. Like, his shirt's tucked in. (laughs) Yeah, he looked like he stopped at, like, Kohl's and got, like, a young boy's job interview outfit for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, he's going to work at, like, Dick's Sporting Goods, you know? Like... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
it was it was just very funny. Like I was like, why? I and I'm assuming it's because like he's a model and he's gonna be on camera and this is his chance. And like, mm-hmm. like honestly, like Andrew should have like worked on his face a little bit before appearing on camera because boy looked rough. He did. He looked like. He had just, I mean, he looked like the entire time, like he hadn't slept in just like days. Like he just looked gaunt but and bloated. pale. But bloated. But, yeah, but also bloated. At the, he, His eyes were gaunt, but like the rest of his face looked fucking bloated. It was a very, yeah. it's a very strange phenomenon of an alcoholic that doesn't eat a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Where they like will look very thin, but also have that like alcohol bloat. <laughs> Yeah, like a little belly and like this, like like bloated. Yeah, for sure. Like they're like retaining liquids. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just he looked he looked bad. Like he looked yeah. like an alcoholic, like a full blown out. Like he looked like a forty year old alcoholic. No, for sure. And like his age was also like I don't think I heard at the beginning when Janelle said how old he was. He, he never said. I, like, had to Google it. Because I knew he was okay. older, but I couldn't remember. They just, like, this is what I mean. Like, we get no backstory on Andrew. Like, what town do his parents... I want to know the exact town his parents live in. I want to know what his parents do for a living. Is his mom around, or does he just live with his dad, Barney? Like, how, does he have a degree? <laughs> like... Well, you know, if he had stuck around, he would have gotten a Being Andrew special this season. That's his It's his loss. Don't I fucking know it. Don't I know it, <laughs> Troy. Although, really, if we're getting a bean special, special better be the fucking Kiefer, is all I have to say about oh that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's the smartest thing you've ever said, ever. I, please. Please. I know. <laughs> um, I wonder if we're going to get any bean. We've never had a Team Mom 2 bean special. And for Team Mom OG, we've had the bean Deb, bean Edwards, bean Matt. Is there another one? Didn't we have Bean Barbara? Oh my god, duh. We had Bean Barbara. But it wasn't even like really Bean Barbara. It was like that web series they did. Yeah, it wasn't like, it was like Barbara dating. It wasn't like yeah. her actual life. It was just her like looking for a man. Yeah, and I'm assuming it's because they never did the Bean specials of the Team Mom 2 Girls because they never, you know, went off air. But mm-hmm. yeah. I would, yeah, you're right. We had that Bean Barbara special, but it wasn't like a... That was kind of it. It was just on the web series. It wasn't, like, on MTV, like, on the... It wasn't on the TV. Um, yeah. I, won- I wonder why. I'm so- I cannot believe they haven't done a Bean Randy. Even though I don't want to see that and I would never watch it, I can't believe they haven't done it. I know, because they are, like, up his ass. And they fucking people- love Randy. But they love him because people love people love randy i fucking they do oh my god well they love him because he like you know tweets all that like he's like getting into twitter fights with janelle and like they just they love chelsea and they love randy talking shit about adam even though it's like totally inappropriate (laughs) oh god um so basically, back to the episode, the gang, which is like Janelle, her friend Lauren, Andrew, uh, her friend Amber is there, I believe, or maybe Amber doesn't show up there, but basically a bunch of them go mini-golfing, and they do the classic, like, how did you, well, oh no, first we hear, Barbara doesn't like Andrew because he's an alcoholic, and it's kind of like a yes. record scratch, and it's like, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I'm a straight up alcoholic scumbag, and it's like, what, what (laughs) can we also just talk for a second about him leaving because so like he is at their house and she like talks about how she was able to keep him there for 
four days without Barbara seeing him. Yeah, so yeah, he was able to be there the whole time without without Barbara and him fighting. And then right before he like leaves Barbara's house, she like Barbara comes out and like confronts him and his dad about like his responsibility as like you know the new father of this child. And she's like, you know, you got to get a job. You got to work. You got to do this. You got to do that. Like, we can't take care of this kid. Like, we need help, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she's like, <laughs> she goes, she, her and Janelle standing out there. And this is, like, I, so iconic to me because this is, like, have you ever watched, like, a preview for um, or, like, watched a movie or something that you watched when you were younger and you remember random scenes that they aired in the preview a lot? Troy. There's a movie called Tumbleweeds that I could still recall the entire trailer from. Because I'm pretty sure it was on my VHS for, I want to say Drop Dead Gorgeous, but I don't think that's right. But it was on my VHS for something. And, like, I don't think I ever saw the movie Tumbleweeds. But, like, oh boy. Oh boy. Do I remember that preview. <laughs> like, I don't know why this sticks out to me so much. I think because it was, like, my, like first sort of like inkling of like oh i'm interested in this girl but like they're standing in the driveway and they're like kind of arguing and um he's talking about how you know he was overqualified at mcdonald's and he can't mm-hmm. get a job and he doesn't know what to do and um she's like janelle says that she um that she or no they're they're arguing about him not having money and janelle's just standing there and she's like mom mom <laughs> mom mom but here's the thing mom mom here's the thing mom here's the thing mom for like 10 straight minutes yeah. and then finally she says like mom i'm already pregnant nothing else worse can happen yeah well it's because barbara <laughs> says we're kind of skipping ahead to get to this scene but barbara says um she was like you know and you're here having sex with my 16 year old daughter in my house and that's why janelle's like nothing else worse could happen mom <laughs> yeah exactly oh wait was this was this be was this after golf yeah, yeah. let's okay, go back sorry. to golf and then we'll go detail into that scene Okay, I got too excited. Golf yeah. was good, too. I don't know why I skipped ahead. Golf was good because that's when Andrew was like, well, Barbara hates me because I'm a fall-down drunk. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, well, that was, like, a big thing to be left out. And they do the classic 16 and pregnant. So how did you get pregnant? Like, why weren't you on birth control? And Janelle's mm-hmm. like, well, I was on birth control, but we got into a fight for a couple of days, so I stopped taking it, and then we had sex again. And her friend was like, without condoms? And she's like, yeah, I mean, we had sex all the time before I got pregnant, before I got on birth control and I never got pregnant. So, like. Oh, yeah. I wrote that down, too. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So the reason that you got pregnant is because you didn't get pregnant once or twice and then thought that you could just, um, I hate, I, I mean, for lack of a better term, be cummed inside regularly yeah. and nothing would ever happen. What? Yeah. And Bar- or Janelle and Andrew are going to have a conversation where Janelle's like well you need to get a job Andrew and he's like I've been trying to get a job I'm overqualified for McDonald's it's like okay so go to another McDonald's it's two miles away and don't put this much experience on your resume like I don't believe that you're trying to start he's like you know it's the depression right now he's talking about like the recession because it was 2009 (laughs) he called it the depression which is like cute you know like his parents watch a lot of Fox News and like he, like, goes in and out of the living room on the way to the kitchen, and he hears him talking about the recession. And he's like, oh, I should keep that in mind. The economy's bad because we're in the Great Depression. That made me laugh so hard, like, as if he's out looking for, like, jobs at, like, the coal mine, like, the, like a steel yeah. factory. Like, yeah. dude, you can get a job at the mall. The, yeah. We're good at, like, 
retail stores are still staffing. You should be fine. It seems like McDonald's is the only thing you've applied for. Yeah, I'd say he move on. mentioning it. <laughs> it's, it's, he talks about his application at McDonald's the entire episode. Yeah. Um, and Andrew says, and Janelle's like, I just wish you could be here more. And he goes, I would be here more if Barbara wasn't such a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Which is like, you're staying in her house. Like, I do <sighs> agree that Barbara's a bitch. And I'm sure... As we see, like, Barbara and Andrew, like, get the fuck into it all the time. But, like, yeah. maybe you could be here more, like, if you got a fucking job and moved out of your goddamn parents' house. The thing is, is that, okay, Barbara is a bitch, but nothing she's ever asked for has ever, <clears throat> in my opinion, been so extraordinary or out of the, like, out of the question. She wants your boyfriends to work and yeah. not, ha- and, like, and just have money that to help you raise, like, the kid that you have like i bet even if like andrew got a job and was like hey i'll pay you a hundred dollars a month in rent and i'll buy groceries like she would have let him live there but like oh for sure how i think mike worked construction barbara worked at walmart like they couldn't have andrew move in they couldn't afford to have andrew move in right and i think like it's just so crazy that like they're like well that bitch barbara won't let me live with you like it's not Barbara's responsibility to let you live in her home. Exactly. You didn't tell her that you were pregnant. And now she's being forced to financially support this child that she had no idea about a few months ago. And you have no job. Like, yeah. the least you could do is get a goddamn job and just, like, give a little bit of money. I bet if Andrew had gotten hired at somewhere on Oak Island or in Wilmington near where they live and, like, presented the, like... Barbara, like, I got this job, like, here's how much I'm getting paid, like, if I give this much to you and this much, like, for the baby stuff, like, can I live here and help? Mm-hmm. For sure, yes, absolutely. But, like, Barbara's, like, very, she's always been, like, very, she's not crazy with her money, she's not flashy, like, the fact that Barbara worked at Walmart and that home that they were living in while they filmed, like, is a home she bought. And she was a single mom of three kids for years. But, you know, Barbara saved, like, every penny of her Walmart paycheck I don't think – I wonder if she bought that house even before Mike lived there. but it, Or even if it was with Mike. Like, you know, they scrimped and saved so they could have a reliable Honda CRV, which is what she's driving, a nice little three-bedroom, two-bath home that she probably spent, you know, her life savings on so that she would yeah. have a home of her own. Like, it's nice. Like, it, it's in a safe area. They live by the beach. Like, kind of like a really nice ending considering Barbara, like – is a person that's working at Walmart, has three kind of crazy kids. Like, she did well for herself. And then this fucking loser, who's an alcoholic, wants to come just, like, expect to stay at her place whenever he wants. And none of them take into the to account, and, like, Janelle never says this ever, even to this day, that, like, Barbara is um, an older woman. Yeah. And, like, had no plan on raising a goddamn baby at almost 70 years old. Yeah, like, I think she was probably, like, at least 60 or 61 in this episode. Like, you're some, t- t- like, 20-year-old little shithead who claims to not be able to get a job at McDonald's, and this woman has worked her entire life and is now about to raise your child, and you have the nerve to be pissed off because she's rude to you? Yeah, especially like, because, like, Barbara was, I mean, literally working at Walmart. Like, Barbara yeah. was working the job she had to work to put food on her table. And, like, she mentions this, like, he eats me out of house and home, like, I bet Barbara, like, especially this time before there was Teen Mom money, like, like had 
she spent $200 for food for her, Mike and Janelle every week. And that was it. You know what I mean? Like she had $200 worth of groceries and nothing else. And then Andrew comes and eats, as we saw him cooking up, burning shit. Like, I mean, he was like in that kitchen treating it like it was his own house. (laughs) I know. He's such a little shithead dude. Like even just having seen him on this show for like, what was he in it for 15, 20 minutes? Like, like he is unbearable. Like he was completely, I can't can't even imagine if I had worked all day at Walmart and knowing that I'm coming home at 60 something years old to take care of a a newborn (laughs) or of my my daughter with like a baby. And uh, this kid is in my house cooking the food that I'm buying. Like I would kill him. I would kill him. Yeah. So we get to the driveway scene and like Janelle was like, my mom and Andrew and I have been able to avoid my mom this whole time. And, you know, Barbara was like, I'm not letting this little fucker leave before. Yeah. And I mean, it's crazy because, as I said, like, Andrew's 23 years old. And it's crazy that Barbara has to, like, talk to his daddy. I know. And, like, his daddy like, drove four hours. They said that he, His dad were... drove four hours to pick him up from his weekend. At... By the way... Not even knowing if, like, he would be allowed to stay. Who knew? Who knows yeah. if, like, Barbara would have even let him stay. They just kind of had blind faith that she, she would. And his dad drove four hours Like, to I can't believe there's in. not, like, a butt, like, a greyhound or a train. But he probably couldn't even yeah. afford it. Like, his dad did an eight. Four hours is a long fucking drive. And then just to turn around and go right back home. Oh, my God. I would kill him. I would want to kill this kid. His dad, like, did... You know, and didn't say any, like, so they start, like, fighting, basically. Mike's like, Andrew needs to man up. Barbara's like, I bought everything for this kid. Like, he needs a job. And Barney's just, like, sitting there, like, not seeing anything as Andrew, like, starts, like, saying, like, basically, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was expecting, I really honestly, like, when this scene started, I was like, damn, shit's about to get bugged. Because I thought his dad was going to get really pissed off. And, like, especially because, uh, what was, what was Barbara's? boyfriend's name mike mike was coming out too and i was like oh my god they're gonna this is like about to happen and that guy just literally sat on the hood of his car and said nothing yeah like you would think that barney the dad would have been like yeah he needs a job this is insane like we can't do this like we yeah barney like basically was like did not seem to care whatsoever that andrew was about to have a child (laughs) Yeah, and, like, you could also tell the stuff that Bar- that Barbara was saying was, you know, indirectly being sta- said to their, to, you know, to their father. Yeah, she was, father. of course, saying it. Like, why am I the only grandparent that's paying for shit? Yeah, and, like, I don't appreciate you having sex with my teenage daughter. Yeah. With your fucking kid coming to my house and, and, and having sex with my daughter in my house. Like, it's not cool. Yeah. Like, can we talk just, about like, this? It's thing? crazy, like, knowing his age, because when you watch that scene, it's very much, like, two teenagers parents are speaking to one another exactly and it's not he's 23 years old (laughs) like he's like could be a college grad at this point like he's an adult man and (laughs) his dad just drove four hours to come pick him up from his girlfriend his teenage girlfriend's house so he got knocked up because he have a job because he have a job i can't yeah it's just i mean and barbara's like barney we got to talk about this but i bet I wonder if Barney and Barbara and whoever Barney's wife is, if it's Andrew's mom, whatever, like, have gotten into it in the past. 
Oh, I can't even imagine. There had to have been some, some like, ruffled feathers for sure. Like when Barbara figured out her 14-year-old is having sex with a 20-year-old. I wonder if she, like, <sighs> drove to Barney's house and, like, flipped the fuck out. Like, in their house? In her house. Yeah. So disrespectful. Yeah, because, I mean, also, like, not for nothing, Barbara, that, like, is the problem with being such, like, an aggressive person that's, like, is constantly speaking to people that way is that they, like, stop giving a fuck. And I, Barney, like, kind of was, like, talking or, like, had a look on his face, like, I've done this with you before, Barbara, and I'm not interested in doing it again. No, for sure. Like, he just... You can, and that's like something that you can tell just like never stops her. I love that no matter how annoyed the person is that Barbara's talking to, and she knows that they're annoyed, and it's based on the fact that she's really screaming at them in a shrill tone. She's yeah. gonna give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. My uh, girl. So, yeah, and that's when we get Janelle's like, Mom, Mom, Mom. <laughs> Nothing else worse could happen, Mom. <laughs> and she just, she says it in the most like, the most Janelle way, like no facial expression, nothing, monotone, hands on her hips, shrugs her shoulders, like literally thinking to herself, like, you know what, bitch, you can't kick me out. You have to help me and you know that you will. Yeah. And we are going to have sex now because guess what? Your daughter's on a virgin. Yeah. Just exactly. shut the fuck up, basically. <laughs> yeah. And I, it was just, I wrote down right there, Janelle talks like such a little kid. Because, like, very much in that scene, she was like, Mom! Mom! Like, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like just, it was such a childlike behavior, the way that she was acting. <laughs> but Mom, Mom, but Mom, Mom, the thing is, though, the thing is, though, the thing is, though, that's here's good, the thing, here's that's the a thing. Janelle accent. Uh, is it? Yeah. Because I don't know what the hell accent that is. One of the, can I just also add one of the most alarming things about watching this is, like, I've really just, um gotten so like numb to these the accents of this town of this beach town and uh this 16 and pregnant seeing people that you don't get to see as much anymore that have really extreme accents i don't understand it (laughs) well this one is like weird because barbara's like from rhode island so she has her new england accent and then janelle lived in pennsylvania until she was like 10 so she like that's why she doesn't really have a southern accent but like she does a little bit and okay. so then you'll hear like Janelle's friends talk and you're like, why are they so Southern? Oh yeah. They were like super Southern. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Really Southern. Um, also, let's just talk about Janelle's pink maxi dress that she's wearing this entire episode. <laughs> I can't imagine what problem you saw with it. I think I had a dress that was exactly like that from J. Crew in the the straps on it were very similar and it was like long like that but mine was a paler pink and it was probably in that year that I had it you know like in 2009 um, yeah but like obviously Janelle did not buy a single like maternity thing <laughs> I also love to her uh if we're talking about like Janelle's look like her hair is like bleached in Ooh. this um episode it's like white but uh, like half like it's like street. Yeah. It's like highlighted with bleach. And like as her pregnancy progresses, like her highlights just become more and more like grown out and insane looking. Whereas yeah. like towards the end when she actually gives birth, like she literally just has like it looks like somebody took permanent marker and just like violently scrubbed it on her scalp. It's insane. It's so insane. And she <laughs> 
Her eyebrows are the worst they've ever looked. Oh my god, they're an inch long. Ooh. And you know what's crazy? Like, there's a ba- like a kid picture of her floating around. Like, she just was born with those. Really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. They're literally, like, they're, like, the size of a pinky nail. Yeah. And, like, that we- they're, like, upside down. Like, Raven Simone has <laughs> eyebrows like that, too. <laughs> oh, God, no, I'm never not, not going to, like, be able to notice that. Look, she has upside down eyebrows. It's very bizarre. But yeah, Janelle's <laughs> whole look is like it's tough. It was tough. It was really um it was abrasive back it, then. It was a, but I feel like Janelle was dressed like very 2004, but it was 2009. Totally agree. Like she looks like she, all of her clothes came from like Old Navy, Hot Topic and like Gap and like American Eagle, but like and, but like you said like in like 2001. All her clothes came from Aeropostale. Yes. Oh, God, Janelle was such an Aeropostale girl. And, like, her friends were wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. And I was like, was I still wearing Abercrombie and Fitch in 2009? And I definitely wasn't. Yeah, 2009 was sort of like the... Because that was when, like, J. Crew became a thing. I mean, or not J. Crew. I just said that because of you. Yeah. I meant to say H&M. <laughs> yeah, exactly. H&M was big. Like, in 2009, I was wearing a lot... Yeah, a lot of H&M Forever 21. Like Exactly. Um... And I don't know, just so you've been rewatching the Ashley Simpsons show, and I would say like mm-hmm. Janelle and her friends could have fit in with Ashley Simpson, and that show was on in what two thousand four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like they had, and I was like looking at her friend Amber's hair, which was like in that like gross like scrunchy curl, which I know oh, was Lord. done by two thousand nine. I know it, dude. The the scrunched hair, like watching Janelle in the mirror like pamper herself and like make herself beautiful in this episode while like running her hands through this like the most chorus tangled wet illusion hair like it was so bad i used to like really want scrunchy hair when it was popular and this is disgusting um i have very very straight like air dry stick straight uh thick hair that doesn't hold a curl when done properly and mm-hmm. I would, like, try and scrunch my hair. And, like, I don't think I understood that you had to actually have curls in order to scrunch it. Like, and that you couldn't just, like, scrunch straight hair. Like, that's not how it worked. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, my mom, like, wasn't into, like, showing me how to do things. So I would just, like, see people do stuff and, like, try it myself. Like, with fucking no concept of, like, your hair needs to be curly in order to scrunch it. And you have very thick, very thin hair. Or very thick, very short hair. It's not going to work. And I would, like, get out of the shower and take, like, my got-to-be-deep or whatever that fucking shit was called gel. And, like, put, like, a whole bottle in my hair. And I remember I came downstairs once and my dad was like, what did you do to your head? (laughs) It's just, like, hard and bone straight. (laughs) Literally. Probably dried with, like, white all over it. Because, like, I had so much in my hair. It was tragic. I just, like... I don't think I understood that, like, you can't, you can't scrunch a straight hair. It was. (laughs) Well, you were definitely not the only one. I remember so many girls, like, do you remember those girls that would be like, my hair is actually wavy, but it was, (laughs) it was literally not wavy at all. Yeah. My hair dries wavy. I went to school (laughs) with uh, really rich girls and like, when I was in middle school and like, I remember there was this phase where everybody was getting body waves 
which was like a light perm. It was oh, actually, yeah. They actually looked amazing, and I wanted one so bad, but I didn't get <laughs> one. But My hair just dries, like, really. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. beach wings. Exactly. And everybody's using that fucking, like, um, the Freddie Mitchell, spray. like, be- beach hair. I think mm-hmm. it wasn't Freddie the, Mitchell. like, sea salt. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, what a time to be alive. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, so, Janelle, I would agree, like, everything in this... Everything in this episode was just abrasive. It was, like, mm-hmm. harsh on my eyes to watch, I would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, ugh, ugh, this hurts my eyes. Yeah. Like. Nothing was subtle. Nothing was subtle. Nothing. And, like, Janelle's, like, facial piercings, and it was just a lot. It was a lot. Um. So our next scene is Janelle's baby shower. And Janelle's wearing her pink dress. <sighs> the baby shower. Can we talk? Let's just get into this goddamn baby shower. Yeah, it was very heavily decorated. Mm-hmm. Balloons. Barbara went ham. Yeah, Barbara went to Party City and spent a hundred fucking dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which could get you the whole store. Yeah. Like, Barbara, you know, and it was... It, it was, like, honestly, I think any mom that throws a baby shower for her teen daughter is, like, a very nice person. I mean, I think so, too. I was thinking that the entire time, like, because there's always that sort of hump that you have to get over when, um, you know, a young girl, like, tells her parents that she's pregnant. And then, you know, they become supportive. And, like, you know, if they're not supportive by the baby shower, you, you may be fucked. Yeah. You know, but, like, if they do become supportive by the baby shower, then, like, things usually will be, like, lightly smooth sailing at that point. So, yeah, I was, like, at least they made it to the point where Barbara was excited for the baby shower. Yeah, and also, you know what's weird? This whole time, that was the first time we realized she was having a boy, I think. Because, like, they didn't mention, like, I'm having a boy, I'm naming him Jace. Like, there was, like, yeah. very little talk in Janelle's episode, and I think this is unfortunately true to who she is as a mother. There was, like, very little talk about, like, the actual baby. Yeah, unless it was, like, being brought up as, like, an inconvenience yeah. or something like that. It was never about, it, it was never, it never had anything to do with Jace at all. No, it was really never, sad. like, even, like, when she was, before she had the baby, he's gonna be so cute. What are we gonna name him? We picked a name, like... Like, I can't wait to hold him. Like, do you think he'll look like me or like Andrew? Like, there was never any of that talk at all. And then once he was born, it was never... He was only discussed, like, in relation to how annoying it was that somebody had to take care of him. Oh, poor Jace. Oh, my God. I know. Um, So, yeah, Barb went all out on the baby shower. And, like, her friends were there and... um, there's nothing sadder than a baby shower filled with 17-year-old girls. Uh, and, like, listening to the conversation and Barbara hovering over them, and it, the shit that they were saying was just so, like, this is inappropriate. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is... You're so right. There really is. It was so, like, just... It left a really bad taste in your mouth watching a bunch of teenage girls sit around and open baby clothes and stuff. I was like, this is really nuts. Yeah, like... You know, I don't know. Yeah, Barbara was definitely, like, one of the girls. Like, mm-hmm. I bet that I know it drives Janelle up the wall that, like, when Barbara's, or when Janelle's friends, like, come over, like, at first she can be, like, so fun and nice and, like, 
ah, like, I'm one of the girls. We're all friends. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Do you think it's bothered Janelle since she was little that her mom steals the attention from her? Yes. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. I think so, too. Absolutely, it does. Um, And, like, but, like, the baby shower's fine. Like, it's very on brand for the Evans family, basically. Yeah. It was. It was sweet. It ended up being, and, like, this was also a time, like, it was nice to see, even though Janelle treats her mom, like, complete shit almost, you know, 90% of the time, um, you know, given how much she literally despises her now, like, it was nice to see these moments with them, yeah. like, being sweet and, like, having fun with one another and stuff. You know, not even six minutes later, they got in a giant fight. Yeah, well, that's like... where we go. Uh, Janelle lets <laughs> us know that Andrew knows it's, like, the day of her shower and that, like, he doesn't even give her a fucking phone call. And she's like, so mm-hmm. I need to go out with my friends to blow off steam. Yeah. Um. And so Janelle and Barbara, is Barbara wearing a crown in the, or Janelle's wearing a crown they have, like, things yeah, on think, their head while talking. Yeah, I think Janelle had, like, one of those um, plastic, like, boa crowns on yeah, her head. Yeah, 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 <laughs> So they're, like, yeah. talking, and Janelle's like, well, I'm going out. And Barbara's like, you need to rest. And she's like, what does she say? Hold on, I wrote it down. She says, you need to rest. You need your sleep. You need to sleep. You need to take care of yourself. That's so annoying, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of this argument was when but when they were arguing and she was saying like uh she was like you need to be here for this baby like you're not even, you know you you like you need to be here and like, rest your body and blah 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 and Janelle she goes she like looked at her very like plainly and like very calmly and she said mom no matter what you say I'm going out and there's nothing that you can do about it <laughs> like so psychotic yeah who says stuff like that I mean um, I think yeah, that's it. And they're like, Barbara's like, why, since I threw you this party today, like, why don't you stay home? You'll help me clean up. Like, and this is after, like, Janelle insisting she doesn't need to rest. And Janelle's like, clean up tonight? Mom, I'm too tired. I'm going out. <laughs> She's like, I'll clean up tomorrow. I'm too tired to clean up tonight. I'm going out with my friends. And it's like, that's like classic Janelle logic that she still uses to this day. <laughs> that she's too tired to clean, but not tired enough to go out all night long. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's so. And Janelle's voiceover is I wish my mom would just under... would understand just because I'm pregnant doesn't mean I have to stop going out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's literally what it means. excuse me that's the only thing that i remember from this episode i'll never forget that line like that's literally exactly what it means to be 36 weeks pregnant (laughs) (laughs) that you don't go out with your friends anymore and do teen things you've lost that privilege hon yeah so i was like wondering where she was gonna go out (laughs) to and it was just the fair it was like pretty harmless i think i mean i'm sure they just like went out and smoked pot and went to the fair and, you know, harmless for a pregnant girl. <laughs> and uh, her friend Amber is there who, as I mentioned in the Janelle side character episode, Amber is the one that she ended up uh, posting the date of her upcoming abortion on her official fan book page. Like, maybe on se- during season two um, or season three. But 
her friend Amber is there and Lauren, and they decide to call Andrew on speakerphone. And they get into a fight, and Andrew starts talking about their ding-dang relationship. Liz, I wrote this down in its entirety because I have never heard such beautiful words be spoken. First of all, I just want to prereq that he sounds like Boomhauer. Uh, I don't know uh, exactly, a hundred percent. Right, who he was. I've never heard anybody talk like that except on King of the Hill. I didn't know people said "gosh dang," but like, okay, so. She answers the phone. He answers the phone, and she goes, "He goes, uh, why didn't you call me today?" And she goes, "Why didn't you call me today?" And she goes, "He goes, where are you?" And she goes, "I'm out with my girlfriends." And he goes, "Pregnant and every dang on thing, and you're going out and crap like that. You ain't nothing but a dang piece of crap because look at you." And she goes, you, "She goes, do you know how fucked up you just sounded?" And he goes, "It tears our dang on relationship up. Do you know how stupid you look? You're not even growing up yet. Have a dang on child." <laughs> I'm not even grown up to have a child. You don't have a job. You have no car. You have no license. And you're, an, she goes, your license got taken away and you're an alcoholic. Who's the one that isn't grown up? And he goes, you're nothing but a piece of dang on crap. Bye, Janelle. <laughs> I literally rewound this scene probably 13 times. I was crying. Crying. I mean, I just like that they just keep casually mentioning that Andrew's an alcoholic. But like, I know! Like, it just, I don't know, it's just so crazy that it, like, just keeps getting casually mentioned. Like, well, you're an alcoholic. And it's like, okay, but what exactly do you mean? Like, is he, like, has he, he's been to rehab? Like, does he go on and off the wagon? Like, I need, as I've been saying this, I need details on Andrew's alcoholism. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, why is every... Okay, if everybody knows he's an alcoholic, why is literally everyone so comfortable with this teenage girl, like, being yeah. around him alone and shit all the time? Like, everybody knows he's a, a drunk and nobody cares? It's crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy. And <laughs> her friends are, like, horrified. Also, peep Janelle's <laughs> iPhone 1. I know, I couldn't stop staring at it. <laughs> uh, Janelle loves an iPhone. She loves an iPhone. Um... And, I mean, and it kind of just shows, like, how fucking spoiled Janelle is. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. She is such a spoiled little brat. Like, that you know Barbara didn't have a ton of money, but she got the first iPhone right when it came out. (laughs) God damn it, dude. I just, like, I could not. That was my favorite, favorite, favorite scene of the entire entire episode. Pregnant and every dang-on thing. It says it tears up our ding-dang, or tears our ding-dang relationship up. (laughs) <laughs> so good. i kept waiting for the moment that this would be like i mean it comes up later obviously but i kept waiting for the moment that was like oh is this the last time we'll ever see andrew is this the last time we'll ever see andrew because it's like yeah his cause... presence was just so minuscule on this whole thing yeah um and so like the next day she goes out to lunch with her friend lauren and her friend lauren's like Look, I don't like to get into people's relationships, but <laughs> but that was really bad what I heard last night. <laughs> and Janelle's just blank staring at her eating cheese sticks. Yeah, and uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I know those mozzarella sticks looked fucking good. I know. And Janelle's like, "Well, I know. Like, I just I can't be with him, and I'm gonna have to do it on my own." 
And her friend's like, okay, so how are you going to do it? And Janelle's like, her voiceover is like, well, I didn't have much time to figure it out because my water broke two weeks later. (laughs) Yeah. I thought they were going to say the next day. I did, too. That voiceover made me laugh really hard. Unfortunately, didn't have time to figure it out. So what's she been doing for two weeks? Like, what's she been doing for nine months of pregnancy? Exactly. Like, two weeks is a pretty long time to figure out something that could so easily be figured out. But, uh, okay. Yeah, so she goes to the hospital, and it takes 12 hours to deliver Jace. So I just need to talk about this a little bit. Um, so, okay. In the Teen Mom fandom, the rumor that's been accepted as fact is that Jace tested positive for drugs at birth. And that the reason the pregnancy or the labor wasn't shown was because of this. And, you know, right when he's born, they, like, show his little feet in the hospital bracelet. And he has a little Mm -hmm. Band-Aid on. And they've taken that to mean that his, they took the baby's blood from his heel. And that's what they used to test him for drugs. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. There's this whole fucking thing that comes from literally nothing. It, It comes from thin air. And... It makes no sense because they did play audio of it. It's like MTV probably just maybe Janelle was like, I don't want you to air that. <laughs> also, isn't there? I mean, would they have just given Janelle her baby to take home if it came out positive for drugs? Yeah. Is that? I don't know. And like, so that's the speculation is that like he came out positive for drugs and that's why CPS was involved at like a very early stage in his life. But, like, really Mm. what happened is, like, Janelle was going out partying every night and Barbara called CPS herself. Like, that's the reality of the situation. But I just always, I need to touch on that because it's, like, this big, huge conspiracy theory that people were, have been repeating so much that now it's repeated as fact that, like, Jace tested positive for drugs and that the reason that we know this is because her birth wasn't shown when, like, most other ones were. It's so silly. I mean... Yeah, like you said, there was sound. They just decided to do it in drawing form. Drawing they basically montage. showed. The... Yeah, it was a drawing montage, but you could hear the whole thing. I don't know. I I didn't see anything that alluded to that at yeah, all. Yeah, plus we did kind of see it because we saw her in the bed with the fucking breathing mask on her, the oxygen mask on her face. And yeah. then I wonder if maybe, I mean, who knows? Who knows the reason it wasn't shown? But there's no proof. If Also, I don't know why they wouldn't have shown the birth like like so if the baby came out and like they did test him for drugs it's not like they would have gotten the result right away and they say she tested positive for weed so it's not like he would have come out like fucking like withdrawing you know what i mean it wouldn't have been like a heroin baby that came out like it having detox like he just would have came out and they would have like taken blood from him that doesn't make sense that they wouldn't show the delivery. That has nothing to do with it. It doesn't make any sense. It's a stupid thing. The only things that I know about CPS are from Britney Spears and the Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Mm, and and that is the best documentary literally of all time. And, like, we all know what happens when your baby is born with drugs in their system. The CPS will take your baby. They don't let so you take I'm, the baby home. No, they're not going to give they're you your baby. They're not letting me take the baby <laughs> She was going to be Miss America. I, I watch that movie once a year just to keep it close to my heart. I always circle back to it. It's so good. It's just so important. 
have, if you guys haven't watched <laughs> The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, like, I'm not sure what you're doing with your time, but, like, yeah. just watch it. It's so fucking good. It's so good. It's so good. You can't consider fully consider yourself to be an emotionally broken psycho unless you've seen the wonder the white. You have to know the white family. Yeah, and plus you should just watch it because it relates to Leah from Teen Mom Two and her whole family. <laughs> I mean, that's how I learned about what a holler was. I, I'm I, honestly like I completely understand the region that Leah grew up in because of yeah. that fucking documentary. Come on, guys, get with the <laughs> program. Um, <laughs> So Andrew did show up. Or, oh, Andrew did come. You know, Dad of the Year shows up for the hospital, and mm-hmm. Andrew and Barbara are already fighting. And like, this does make me feel sad because Janelle's like, I just need support from both of you. Like, the thing is, and this is what Babs does, and I can see why it drives Janelle crazy and why it drives other people crazy is that like she'll start picking. And yep. it's like, Andrew deserves to be yelled at, but, like, he'll just be sitting there silently, and she'll be like, so how's the job search going? Knowing full well mm-hmm. how the job search is going, and it's like, we're in the hospital room, the baby was just born, like, do you need to ask that question at this moment? The answer is <laughs> no. Like, let's just keep it simple, but Barbara is, like, completely incapable of doing that. And, like, like did, you know, like, she didn't need to, like, in that moment, like, start digging at Andrew. And that's why they start fighting, and, like... Yeah, Andrew shouldn't fight back, but, like, it is an annoying habit or annoying trait of a person that does that. No, for sure. I mean, and she, like you said, she chooses, like, the most awkward, like, times when, like, a moment is maybe being enjoyed to bring up something that will definitely lead to a fucking smackdown fight. And that's, like, the most annoying thing that I think Janelle gets so frustrated with is like it's not like one of these conversations won't lead to a fight and you know that by now yeah so like in the delivery room is it the best time to bring it up and i mean janelle like is like i just need support and barbara goes well he'll be long gone very shortly anyway yeah i mean and she was completely right but like did you need to say that barbara <laughs> I know. It's like, stop rubbing it in her face that she's literally pregnant at 16 by a, a 23-year-old alcoholic. We get it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, like, Andrew has to leave and Jace is going to go home. And, yeah, you know, once again, Barney is there and he's just like, all right, bye, little dude. Or whatever he, like, called Jace. Yeah. Like, that was his grandson. Like, he seemed completely uninterested in the grandson. Jace, or uh andrew was like upset that he was leaving but he's like i'll see you in two weeks like it's okay um and then we get home and it's been however many days and janelle's like andrew hasn't called since he left the hospital god i know and the really sad thing is like knowing this was weird for me to watch i haven't gone back and watched any um 16 and pregnant episodes until today in a really long time and it's weird like knowing jace now so well and knowing his personality and like knowing all the kids so well like Mm -hmm. all of this has made me so sad and thinking that like he's gonna look back and watch this and like this is his dad like the Mm -hmm. only footage that he has of he has his whole life on camera and the only footage that he has of his dad is like these couple moments and these few scenes and at the end the last thing we know of him is that he gets a dui and exits his life yeah it's I know there is, like, I feel like there's this, there is, like, a, 
in season two or three, they like get a paternity test from Andrew. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think he appears on camera. Like I'm, I don't, I can't say this with certainty, but I'm pretty sure Andrew has not seen Jace since he left the hospital. And that's like, Jesus Christ. Crazy. But okay, here's the thing that I don't understand. Why don't they ever, I mean, not that it would make a difference. It's not like he's going to be in Janelle's life or whatever, but why, why don't they ever literally bring him up literally ever? I don't understand. They did in this last season. They like Barbara randomly said that she shows uh, pictures of Jace and, or she shows pictures of Andrew to Jace and uh, Janelle said that like she would never uh, like block him from her email or something, so that he has a way of getting hold of her in case I can't remember it had to they had to have been talking about Nate and like Nate, you know what I mean, like how mm-hmm. Nate is now acting like Andrew, even though he's like not really um, maybe mm-hmm. this last season. It was either like last season or the season before, but um, but you're right, they never talk about him, and I think that's how Barbara operates. Just let it go, it never happened kind of thing? Yeah, like, I think think to her, Andrew's a non-factor. Okay, I mean, which is true. I guess she's very, like, practical in the sense of, like, survival. And it's like, what is he going to do to help us? That's exactly. I can imagine, like, Janelle bringing up Andrew and Barbara's like, why are we even talking about him? He's not here. He chose not to be here. We can't do anything about it. I can't. Exactly. I don't have any emotional. She doesn't have. I don't think she has the emotional energy to give to thinking about Andrew. No. Yeah. Barbara's just full of fight or flight. Like all the time. Like survive or survive. Like survive, survive, survive. Like, you know what I mean? Make yeah. smart choices. Work, work, work. Be responsible. Just like, you know what I mean? She yeah. doesn't even. He's a yeah. He is a non-factor is like the best way to describe him. Yeah. Barbara's like, oh, Andrew, that fucker. Haven't thought about him yeah. in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jace is a very cute baby. I know. (laughs) And I don't even really like newborn babies, but I love these ones because we know them now. And uh, he was adorable. I know. He's so cute. I'm going to meet my nephew in like three days, and I cannot wait. He's a month and a half old, and I cannot wait. Oh, my God. Oh my god, that's so exciting. Speaking of, if you guys are in the Seattle area, come to our meetup on uh, Friday the 14th. Uh, the information is on the Facebook page, or tweet at me, or whatever. Figure figure it out. Figure out how to get <laughs> whatever. a hold of me. <laughs> but uh, we're having a meetup in Seattle on Friday the 14th, which will be this coming Friday, so you guys should come. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to meet my baby nephew, and watching this episode made me like... I can't yeah, tell for sure. the baby. Um, so Andrew isn't called since they lost the hospital, left the hospital, and it's week two. And as Janelle says, Barbara's starting to take the lead. It's starting. Yeah. The next eight years is starting right now. Uh, I mean, I think it started like the minute Jace was born. Like I, I was surprised that she said it like that because I was like. I think she, Barbara, like, has been doing it since Jace came home. Like, I I didn't really, I don't know. I think MTV made her say that because they had to acknowledge that Barbara was, like, in control. Hey, guys, to hear the rest of this episode, come on over to patreon.com slash ebpsychos 
Next week, I'm recapping the reunions, and here's Troy to quickly explain his amazing podcast, The Smush Room. So, Troy, tell me what your podcast is. So, The Smush Room is basically, it's a podcast that goes really deep into oddball, sort of like reality TV couples that are either from reality shows or reality TV adjacent. And uh, basically what I do is just research the hell out of their lives, how they met each other, how they broke up. Um, and what effect it had on our culture now that you may not expect. I just did like a Brigitte Nielsen and Flavor Flav. Uh, I mean, like the the pairings are so random. Tila Tequila and Casey Johnson, um, just random people <laughs> from the past episode. that you would never think about. Yeah, and where <laughs> can you. I find you on social media? Um, you can find me on the Twitter at at Troy McEady, T R O Y M C E A D Y. Um, my Instagram is Troy underscore M-C-E-A-D-Y. Of course, you can always find us in the Facebook group, mollyandthepsychos.com, talking about this stuff relentlessly for 24 straight hours per day. Like, it is our true home away from home. Perfect. All right, Troy. This has been an episode of Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psychos Patreon exclusive. Executive producers Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. Special thanks to Sarah DiGiovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. www.patreon.com slash ebpsychos. And come on over to our Facebook page for more discussion.